Welcome to Spoken Web Shortcuts. Each month on alternate fortnights, that's every second week following the monthly Spoken Web podcast episode, join me, Hannah McGregor, and our mini-sode host and curator, Catherine McLeod, for Spoken Web's Shortcuts miniseries. We'll share with you specially curated audio clips from deep in the Spoken Web archives to ask, what does it mean to cut and splice digitally? What kinds of new stories and audio criticism can be produced through these short archival clips? An extension of the Shortcuts blog posts on Spoken Web Blog, this series brings Catherine's favorite audio clips each month to the Spoken Web podcast feed. So if you love what you hear, make sure to head over to spokenweb.ca for more. Without further ado, here is Catherine McLeod with Spoken Web Shortcuts, mini-stories about how literature sounds. Welcome to Shortcuts. Each month, we listen closely and carefully to a shortcut or cuts from Spoken Web's audio collections. The recent shortcuts have been from the 1960s, 70s, and 80s, but last season we ventured into a more recent collection in episode three when we heard a truly innovative way of starting a reading. um, I want to forget 1980s high school fever. Um, in the moment of heavy evangelical who drank themselves to activity death and macho extreme conservatism trying to prove and to themselves that they some of the ch- ch- challenges that, night that arise when days growing headlines. up and trying to live and my become oneself a boy had to be um, in a climate like a that, which that seems to be a climate that that, that, that is re-emerging rum. in spite of amber alcohol all of That was Kai Kello reading at the Words and Music show in Montreal. And the audio collection for Words and Music is where we're headed to for this minisode. But we're not going to be listening to audio that was recorded at Casa de Popolo, where so much of the Words and Music show has been recorded live over these past 20 years. No, we'll be listening to the Words and Music show recorded from home the first one to be online and hosted on Zoom. On March 29th, 2020, the Words and Music show took to the Zoom stage, co-hosted by Ian Ferrier and Jason Camelot. That first online show was meant to test if it worked, and it did. I wonder how many people this can hold. Uh, 300 people. Oh, wow. Okay. (laughs) I think we'll be okay. (laughs) Since then, the Words and Music show has been online, usually every third Sunday of the month. By now, most of us are used to attending Zoom events, or at least we're as used to it as we'll get or want to get. But back in March 2020, it was incredibly new. The reason why, among the many recordings that are now part of the archive of pandemic poetry readings, I'm selecting this one is because it demonstrates the blurring of the public and the private through sound. In these archival recordings we listen to on shortcuts, we often ask, what are we listening to? And what are the sounds around the poem that tell us about the space, the sociality of the room, and how the sound was recorded? These sounds around the poem give context. They become part of the relationality of the listening. Sound doesn't exist on its own, but in relation. What is our relation to this sound now? What does it feel like 
to listen to it. With that in mind, let's listen to the shortcut for this month, a reading by poet Alexi Perry Cox on March 29, 2020. And the next thing we have is a, a video uh, which was uh, uh, created under uh, extreme conditions of, uh, of tr trying to do it at the same time as she entertained her 18-month-old uh, child on her bed. And uh, it's by uh, the poet Alexi Perry Cox. So I'm going to bring that up now and we can take a listen. Yeah, yeah. Here she comes. The unequivocal raison de serre, according to the escritorio, comes in the chorus and is a lullaby. It makes use of emphasis on the incantatory present participle and is a consolation. Tropical, the island breeze, and this is where I long to be. Time is portrayed as malleable and is a journey. The samba played in the past and rings the ears presently. The sun would set so high and stings the eyes now. A lullaby operates on its own terms and is its own time. We are taken there to this Isla Bonita and there is wherever we are. In a vice group with my lover in exile, as time went by, my lover was gradually overtaken by an urgent desire whose futility exceeded all measures but the circumference of the universe itself. A desire to grasp the secret of the present, to penetrate the eternal unity of life and see a system's undulating veil. In the universe of our civil war, systems had the insubstantiability of hummingbird song and the iridescence of its plumage, while their manifestations were immutable. Told that my lover, my love for my lover, told that my love for my lover was a vice, that loving another woman wasn't very womanly of me, that our civil war as being against ourselves wasn't the same as their civil war as being against us. My lover believed there had to be a point at which reality, perfect and conquest, would get through to humankind. In exile in Paris, in Sausalito, I want you to touch me here and here. I want it to be warm for me, for you. I want to love systems that are woman so that you can enter them by being one too. We're listening to the audio of Alexi Perry Cox reading by video at the Words and Music Show online on March 29th, 2020. She's reading from Finding Places to Make Places, and she's accompanied by the voice of Isla, her then 18-month-old daughter. What are we listening to in this clip? The poem, the interaction between Alexi and her daughter that becomes a duet, the improvisation, or to the quality of the sound, the audibility of the Zoom room. When listening to a recording of Phyllis Webb reading from Naked Poems on a previous Shortcuts, I suggested considering how desire is held by the archives 
and how the poem creates a space for the listener. Similarly, how does this recording hold the poem's desire? And how does the poem make space, inhabit space? From where are we listening? To a certain logic for disappearing. You cannot live the same life as you imagine. <laughs> you must live a smaller life, a more compact life. Yeah. <laughs> the life you imagine is too capacious. You will lose your balance. Driving home, I think this. A door opens on an eye. The eye opens on a line. The line of eyes looking into a coffin, carrying the body, body to the river and into a vision. You know your conscience cannot forgive what left you long ago, washed away by summer floods, like a body loosened from a grip into something death made transformative. As I listened to this back in March 2020, I was right in the middle of making an episode for the Spoken Web podcast with Jason Camelot. We were making an episode called How Are We Listening Now? Signal, Noise, Silence, which you can have a listen to if you feel like revisiting that time of March 2020 sonically. When I heard Alexi read at the Words and Music show, I was so moved by her reading the interweaving voices, what improvisation at a poetry reading. Plus, it felt like her reading was enacting exactly what the podcast was trying to say, that we are missing the noise around the signal. We still miss it now. We miss the buzz in the room, the social sounds around the signal, the voice of the speaker. I know I can't wait until I can stand in a crowded room and listen to Alexi read on stage at a microphone again. By the way, in January 2019, I was at an album launch for the Montreal musician Jessica Moss, and Alexi read poetry as the opening act. She read with her newborn strapped to her chest. Even as a new you moves about the womb, this little voice that we're hearing in this recording had already been with her mother on stage for a poetry reading. Going back to readings on stage doesn't mean that we will not perform with our full selves, with the public and the private self coexisting, even if the audience doesn't always see it or hear it that way. With that, let's return to Alexi and Isla, who inhabit a poem with room for the world. A book without room for the world would be no book. It would lack the most beautiful pages, the ones left, in which even the smallest pebble is reflected. The present is the time of rain, both obsessed with and cut off from an out-of-time bringing with life. Fabulous a wing unfolding in the paltry field of things. While night finds no consolation in night, but in its eclipse. Like this. <laughs> and there's bye bye to Alexi and uh, who's. 
being seriously upstaged. And, uh, Shortcuts is mixed and mastered by Judith Burr, hosted by Hannah McGregor, and produced by me, Catherine McLeod. Head to spokenweb.ca to find out more about the sounds in this minisode and to learn more about Spoken Web and the Spoken Web podcast. Thanks for listening. <laughs>